welcome to the Sensitive and Soulful Show. If you're the type of person who's often heard that you're too sensitive, you're too emotional, you're just too much, this is your place. Hi, my name is Alyssa Boyer and I'm a mentor for highly sensitive people. My mission in life is to help other highly sensitive souls learn how to embrace their sensitivity as a gift. Each week, I will share tools, tips, and stories for you to learn how to lean into your sensitivity and learn how to work with it instead of fighting against it. I believe the world is a better place when more sensitive, deep-feeling people feel comfortable and confident in their skin, and I can't wait to show you how. So, get comfy, and let's dive in. Hello, hello. Today is going to be the first of many podcast episodes about boundaries. And today I wanted to talk about how boundaries are the way that we teach people to treat us. For so many HSPs, the idea of setting boundaries can feel terrifying and uncomfortable. A lot of times we feel like we're a bad person because we need to set a boundary We think that having boundaries might make us a bad person, might make us mean, unhelpful, you name it. There is a lot beneath the surface. And in another episode, we'll definitely dive into the reasons why setting boundaries is often hard for highly sensitive people. But today, I wanted to really focus on the idea that boundaries are the way we teach people to treat us. Here's what I mean by that. A lot of times when we need to set a boundary in our life... We know it's time to do that because we're feeling resentful. So imagine you have a friend who you feel like you're always helping her. You are always there for her. You're listening to her problems all the time. You're always picking up the phone, etc. And you start to feel this resentment building inside of you. You start to feel like, gosh, I feel like I'm always there for her. Why isn't she returning the favor? Why, like, why doesn't she ever ask how I'm doing? Why doesn't she care about my life? So that resentment builds and brews and we start to feel angry maybe every time that phone rings and it's your friend and you're like, oh my gosh, seriously, again, another problem? This is a very clear sign that a boundary needs to be set. And so how this relates to us teaching people to treat, how to treat us is that when we are always available to help people, we're always saying yes, we're always at their beck and call, we're answering the phone at all hours of the night, etc. we're teaching people that that is acceptable. That's okay to do to us. We are going to always be there, no questions asked. And so we feel resentful, but the thing is, The responsibility of how people treat us comes back to us. And I don't say, I'm not saying this in that like no one else needs to take responsibility for their actions. Not at all. They need to take responsibility for their actions. But it is on us to show what type of behavior we will and will not accept. So in this example with the friend who is kind of unloading on you all of the time and you're feeling like it's not a fair balance there's an opportunity to set a boundary here. This is where it gets scary. It's intimidating. And especially for us highly sensitive people, we tend to be people pleasers. We tend to avoid conflict. 
And there's a good reason for that. We have nervous systems that are sensitive. We are going to be more impacted by stressful situations and interactions, but that doesn't mean that's a reason that we will just be able to avoid them. Like in life, you know, avoiding uncomfortable situations is is impossible. We're always going to come up against uh, some discomfort. So in this situation with a friend like that, it's time to have a conversation. Maybe you can share with your friend, hey, I actually have a lot going on. I can't be like available to talk on the phone for an hour every night. But what I can do is I can chat with you two times a week for 30 minutes. You can also say, hey, you know, I've kind of noticed lately that a lot of our conversations are feeling a little bit one-sided and I'd love the chance to tell you what I have going on in my life. Could we try to talk about more about what I have going on next time we hang out? And kind of stating it in that way. And I know, again, that's very uncomfortable. We might not want to do that. But the thing is, when it comes to setting a boundary, is that either we can go into the situation, set the boundary, feel incredibly uncomfortable, or we can continue things on the way they are, but harbor resentment and anger and feel frustrated. Because honestly, every time we're saying yes to somebody else, we're going along with what they want, and it doesn't feel good to us, we're then saying no to ourselves. And so when we set a boundary, it's an opportunity to show ourselves love. It's an opportunity to show the type of respect that we, we need in order to continue a relationship. It's a really great way to honor yourself. And you'll find that when you become a person who is more clear in what you need and what matters to you, people will respect you more. If you're often feeling like a doormat, if you're often feeling like people don't care, people don't listen, no one respects your boundaries, then it's an opportunity to enforce those boundaries further. That's something I hear a lot of times from people is, I tried to set a boundary and the person did not respect it. The way boundaries work often is that you might have to repeat the boundary and you're going to have to enforce it. A boundary often isn't going to be just a one-time thing. You are probably going to have to say it more than once. And if a person continuously does not respect your boundary, no matter how you've tried to enforce it, then it's time to actually really enforce it and say, okay, I cannot continue this relationship, this friendship, because this does not feel like a reciprocal relationship for me and I'm not okay with continuing this way. And again, it's uncomfortable, it's tough, but at the end of the day, it's either we do that, we face the discomfort, or we stay in this cycle of resentment and anger and silently stewing on these feelings and never telling anybody. I'll give you a practical example of something I'm experiencing in my own life and how I'm learning to navigate it. So on my Instagram account, I, I get a lot of direct messages from people. My account has really grown a lot over the past six months, and I'm getting to a place now where I'm receiving more messages than I can really keep up with, and more than I have the energetic or emotional space for. I love the messages that are like, oh my gosh, I feel so seen. Thank you so much. I, I love all of that. But I also get some messages that are quite heavy. There's a lot of big questions. There are people kind of sharing their life story with me and looking for support and advice. And for me, I am very much an empath. Like, when you tell me what's going on with you, I feel for you and I want to help. 
And I mean, that's what got me into the work I'm doing today is like, I genuinely care and I love helping people. But again, as my account has grown and I'm getting more and more messages like that, my bandwidth to support everybody simply is a lot smaller. I just can't give the depth of support that I would like to give and that feels good to me. However, I have been kind of struggling with how to navigate that. And so I'll receive messages and I'll spend all of this time responding to people and sharing a thoughtful response and maybe sending them links to articles or whatever. And there will be times where I don't get a response back from that person. They don't say thank you. They don't acknowledge my response. Nothing. And this really triggered me. This was really, really hard for me because I felt, I felt very used. I felt very resentful. Because for me, I was feeling like, gosh, I have such limited time. I'm like really trying to be here for everybody. I just took all of this time to send this person a helpful message and they're not even responding to me. Like, what the heck? And so this was kind of turning into a a lot of resentment and a lot of anger for me. I realized that I needed to practice what I preach. This was an opportunity for me to set a boundary because the thing is, it's not other people's fault that they're sending me these messages and asking me these questions. It's my fault that I'm showing that that this is what I'm okay with, that I'm always going to be available to answer every single question whenever people want. And I, so I was kind of looking back at myself and taking responsibility for my part in this. And I was seeing that my boundaries weren't very clear anymore. And my intentions with how I want to use my Instagram page were no longer as, as clear as they could be. And this might sound kind of silly, but for each person, we all have our own individual areas that we need to work on. And this was definitely somewhere where I was seeing like, oh gosh, okay, I've got to set a boundary. And so I took the weekend off of social media. I kind of like journaled about this. I asked some friends like, hey, how should I navigate this? I want to be helpful to people, but I just don't have the emotional bandwidth to always be available. And it's kind of causing some resentment for me. And so I came to the conclusion that I need to be more clear with how I will use my time. I've decided that I will do a Q&A session once a week on my Instagram page where people can submit any questions they have and I will answer as many of them as, as they can. Um, I also decided that, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm going to answer people's questions that are in my membership community or that are my paying one-on-one clients. I'm going to prioritize the people that we have an exchange to work together because I know that my time is limited and my time is valuable. And so this boundary is a way that I can show myself respect. I can feel like, okay, this feels good to me. And I can also show others, hey, this is how Alyssa is desiring to be treated. Okay, I it's very clear to me what you know, what the boundaries are around it. And of course, I have some fear around sharing this boundary of mine because it's scary. I don't want anyone to think, oh gosh, like that's mean of her or who does she think she is or whatever. But you know what? I have to follow my own advice, which is I can either feel resentful and feel kind of taken advantage of, or I can set the boundary and show the treatment that I am expecting. And anyone who isn't okay with that, well, that's on them. And the other thing too that I've really realized is like, I'd make a point to make so many free resources for people. I write lots of articles for Highly Sensitive Refuge. I create 
a new piece of content for my Instagram page almost every day. And now I'm doing this podcast like, oh my gosh, there are so many free resources available for people who have questions, who need support, and and for people that want to go further, they can work with me, they can join the weekly Q&A session. And you know what? To me, that feels really good. And so I share this example, and honestly, it's kind of vulnerable for me to share this example because it's like a very personal thing that I'm going through, but it's the reality. And this is how, this is what life looks like. It's these little moments where we can find opportunities to treat ourselves a little bit better. And that's what I view boundaries as. They're a tool for us to treat ourselves better and share with others how they can treat us better. Because if we walk around with no boundaries and we're just like letting everyone in and we're not clear about what we want or how we deserve to be treated, then we're going to be drained. We're going to be resentful. We're going to be angry. And people aren't going to see that, oh, hey, like I can't get away with that. Because if you're not showing them that there's, if they're showing them that there's like no consequence for, you know, emotionally unloading on you or like always calling you when you don't have time, if you're not showing a consequence, if you're not setting a boundary, then it's coming back to you because we can't just assume that people know. And that's what I was really realizing the other day when I was feeling so resentful and when I was really struggling with, man, I feel like these people are just unloading their questions and they don't even care about my response. I was seeing that, oh, I was putting the blame on other people. But the fact was, I needed to be more clear about what I was okay with. These are a couple of examples of how boundaries are the way that we teach people to treat us. And I find that viewing boundaries in this way is like really empowering. It's I, I love the idea of taking the power back into our own hands and taking responsibility for our experience as much as we can. Because Gosh, how disempowering is it if we're walking around thinking that everyone needs to be perfect around us or we can't be happy? But then, you know, we're expecting that, but then we're not like actually verbally saying what we need from them. It's a recipe for disaster. It's a recipe for high expectations that actually weren't even communicated. If you think about it, that's often the problem for us. We have these high expectations, but we never, never verbally expressed that to the other person. We never laid out exactly what we want and what we're expecting. So setting boundaries, it's the same thing. We have to be very crystal clear about what we are asking for and what we expect. I want you to view all of this as something that feels really empowering to you. I want you to see it as an opportunity to love yourself more and to show others how to love you better. Because if we keep everything inside, if we just assume that people know, We're going to continue stewing and brewing and feeling resentful and feeling angry. And honestly, that's not a fun way to live. We deserve to feel empowered and good and in control of our lives as much as we possibly can. Setting boundaries is one of the most valuable ways for us to do that. Undoubtedly, one of the most important skills for highly sensitive people to learn how to do. So, I hope you found this quick episode helpful, and I will continue to share my own process as I learn to navigate boundaries and other highly sensitive people struggles alongside with you because, hey, I'm learning too. I am just along the path right alongside you. I think it always helps when we share openly because we can see, hey, it's not always going to be easy. It's definitely not always going to be comfortable, 
but we can survive it and we can do it. And man, we'll be so proud of ourselves when we, when we do that hard, scary thing. Thank you so much for joining me. If you like this podcast, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and share it with a friend who might need it. And I can't wait to chat with you next time. Sending you all the love. Talk soon.